Welcome to episode 7, where today I talk about hand dominance and a few things to do with fine motor skills. The reason for talking about hand dominance today is we've had a lovely Facebook follower of ours on Play, Move, Improve mention that she'd like some ideas around hand dominance for children aged 5 to 7 years. So today we'll talk about what hand dominance is, why it's important, and I'll give you a case study of a young boy who had difficulty with hand dominance. I'll start off with the case study. This young boy started prep last year. He entered prep unable to um, transition comfortably. He came from a very um, traumatic background, so this does play a huge part in his development. He'd never picked up a pencil before. He didn't know what a pencil was. And when I spoke to his family, they um, were from a refugee background and they didn't understand the importance of playing with pencils and crayons and those sorts of tools. So we did a lot of education around why you know drawing is important, why we need to have that creative free play and we the what we were seeing with his behavior in the classroom was whenever it came to sitting and focusing on a fine motor task he to be honest he was two to three years behind he when I first gave him a pencil he looked at it like what what do I do with this I gave him a range of eight different colored pencils and the excitement on his face was a I'll never forget it. It was beautiful. He was like, wow, you know, you could see him. What can I do with all these colored pencils? This is amazing. So I showed him what to do with them. I drew some a house and some a sun and look, my drawing's not great, but I drew, you know, basic things and I showed him that the different colors hit the paper doing different things. And his little mind was, oh, it was amazing. He was in love with it. What I was watching though was he didn't know which hand to pick it up with. He had no idea. Even when I gave a high five, I gave a high five in the center of his body. I, this is one of the tests that I always do for hand dominance. I give a high five towards the center of their body and I see it's not which hand they hit my high five with. What I'm looking for is that stall that when they go to think, oh, I'm going to give a high five, but you'll see them like, which which hand do I use? And that's what we see with kids with poor hand dominance. They, we go to even give them a pencil and I just give them a pencil in the center of their body. I don't go towards right or left hand. I just give them a pencil in the center of their body. And again, I saw him get this stall of what, how do I pick that up? Which which hand do I pick that up with? If you can imagine that every fine motor task we have to do at school, we have to first stall to think about which hand am I using? It'd be exhausting by the end of the day. It would be overwhelming every time you're presented with the task of I've got to pick up a pencil. Which hand do I use? How do I use it? So a lot of the tasks that we did for this young man in the first six weeks of his school was just putting down a pencil, getting him to pick it up, drawing different pictures with different colors, different size pencils, and we worked on his hand dominance. We had to get him to a stage where he knew which hand to use. So what we did with home, because typically we want children to have hand dominance between the ages of five to seven. By the Between the ages of five to seven, research says that a child should typically know exactly which hand they want to use for that particular task. So for handwriting and scissor use, they know which hand, their, their brain's ready to go and knows which hand to pick that up with. So we obviously saw a delay. He was seven. He, starting school, he repeated kinder twice. There was You could see the delays there in, in, his, in his hand dominance. So we worked on it a lot. I talked at home to what hand he eats with, to what hand he picks up toys with. And this was a quite a long journey. 
and finding out which hand he was dominant in. It ended up being he was right hand, using his right hand the most. So we, as a team, all would work on getting that right hand to pick up every toy that he picked up, to pick up every pencil that he picked up, keep instructing him and helping him to use his right hand to do that. What we were trying to do was build up that brain connection to go, when you see a pencil, you pick it up with your right hand. We want to make that task just picking up a pencil we want to make that task as automatic as we can we want the brain to know I've seen a pencil I'm going to pick up that pencil and I'm going to use my right hand or we used to high five him every morning and every afternoon and we would always go right hand high five again what we're trying to do is get that right hand the, the left hand side of the brain get that right hand to go yes this is the hand that I'm going to use most why we want hand dominance is we want the movement to be automatic. We want to master that skill. And every time we confuse it and we bring our left hand back into the activity, we're not master we're not giving full potential to master that skill. We don't want 50% of effort on each hand, 50% of success on each hand. We'd love that every time that right hand picks up that pencil, it's ready to go and it's automatic and it's it's really mastered it. Why we want to master handwriting and master that skill is we want the brain to be able to do other stuff while we're writing. You know, you know right now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're hopefully taking notes. That would be amazing. And you're taking notes and you're able to listen and take notes at the same time because your handwriting task has become automatic. Your brain is freed up to be used in another area of your learning kids who struggle with hand dominance you know we're already behind the eight ball we're already struggling with going well what hand do I pick it up with while I'm writing is this the right hand that I should be writing with and we're not taking in the other information that we should be while we're writing so it's really important by the age of between two to four you'll start to see they'll prefer a hand but by the age of five to seven they really want to have a dominant hand you could start trying to look at developing hand dominance at the age of four but really by five we want this to be happening in preschool we of course still want to start to write I, I jot down the first thing I do when I look at a child play I jot down whether they're showing to be more left-handed or right-handed and I just when I interact with them promote one hand so in preschool they're four they should start to be developing that hand dominance so I, if I'm going to give them a high five, I always give them a high five to their dominant hand. If I go to give them a pencil or a pair of scissors, I go to give it to them and get them to pick it up with their right hand if, if they're right hand dominant, obviously opposite if they're left hand dominant. And I want to just drill that hand dominance as much as I can by the age, at the age of four. But be weary that it may not develop until the age of six or seven for some children. If we have six or seven year olds who you see that really obvious stall as we go to high five them or give them a pencil, these are the kids that really need support with their hand dominance. I hope that's given you an idea of what hand dominance is when we expect to see it happen and some ideas. Be sure to do lots of high-fiving and lots of giving giving objects into their dominant hand. Any questions, please come and check it out on Facebook at Play Move Improve. Come and say hello on Instagram at Robin Papworth. Any topics that you'd like me to cover next, feel free to share and I'm always here to answer your early learning child development questions. Thanks for tuning in. See you later.